What is going on, Giants fans? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm JQ. Tom's here along with me. And the New York Giants, the New York football Giants are 2-0 and for the first time since 2016. It's wow. got to feel really good. They just beat the Panthers 19-16. to At home, the home opener, the place was electric. I was there. But before we get into all of it, let's talk to Tom. Tom, what's up, brother? How you doing? Um... <laughs> I can't come to words to describe how I am. All uh all all day at work yesterday, well Sunday night and then yesterday, you know, I've, I've made a few friends by now throughout the throughout the company and stuff, you know, we're all in this in that same big screening room every day. This one guy comes up to me, well I went up to him, he goes he goes, "Yo, he goes, my man, he was Giants 2 and 0." And like when he said that, like I, you know, like I finished the I finished the fist bump and it, it didn't sound right in my head. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, huh? He goes, yo. He goes, you guys won two in a row. I go, don't ask me how. And then I just kept going about my day. Um, Q, we haven't had this feeling in like six, seven years. So. Pretty cool, um, right? It's, pre- it's, it's weird. It's, pre- it's pretty cool. I know, you know, everyone, everyone's clowning the like six fan bases that are two and oh, besides the really, really good teams. For celebrating being two and zero, you're two and zero. You know it's, and we talked about it last week. Doesn't matter if you win by three or thirty three, you won the game. This isn't college. You don't get credit for style points and have and having to you know blow teams out when when you're like one of the top four teams in the country. It's the NFL. If you win, you win. That's all it comes down to. And we won, dude. And that's it. Just. I'm I'm trying to like not change anything of like what I'm doing like throughout the week. I don't know if it's like, you know, if they're two and oh since I've been at ESPN, they're two and oh with Coach Daves, who is probably my favorite human being on the planet. They're two and oh, they're two and oh since I got my season tickets. They're two and since you've been a season ticket holder. It's just it's all falling into place, dude. And we we joked about it last week, but like they're they're two and oh and then and just again, it doesn't matter how good, it doesn't matter how good they look. If you win the, we talked about it previewing week one that you're gonna look at the team as a whole and players individually. You're gonna look at their performances differently if the game ends with the with that coveted W. Because when it ends with a loss, you tend to just naturally look for the negatives and just blame everybody when they lose. When they win the negatives kind of come out hours, hours later, even the next day later, because you're just so busy celebrating. Back-to-back Victory Mondays was a pretty cool feeling. It doesn't feel real. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like, oh, yeah, it's like whatever, they won, but it's like like snap out of it. They haven't like won in like years like this. So you got to like be like, oh, my God, like they're actually winning games and they're actually finishing games. Them and them, that's the thing, dude, the coach. This is the first time I said it week one that they just have a coaching staff that finally, you know, respectfully gives a shit. Like they want to, they want to win the game. They're not playing to not lose. They're not playing to just grow and develop week after week. They're playing to win the game. And it, and they double down week two. They didn't, you know, it was a back and forth gross field goals game. I know you were there, so it probably seemed like it was much more glorified, but on TV it was gross. 
there was one touchdown each and then just a bunch of field goals. But so even in all of that, you know, they didn't, they didn't back down. They didn't say, oh, well, you know, we're not really built in terms of a scheme right now to finish this game out with a win. They just stuck to what they've been practicing and they, they, they got it done. We were all, we're all giving love to coach Dable, but we talked to me and you talked about it last night. Wink Martindale has to be the higher of the season so far in the NFL in terms of, I'm not talking about players and offseason acquisitions and trades. I'm talking about like coaching staff, Wink Martindale and what he has done for not even the defense, just the team as a result of what he's done for the defense is unbelievable. And him and coach Dable are just clicking on all cylinders. We're just, we're riding high, dude. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, his defensive schemes the past two weeks, it's been different both weeks, but he just changes on the fly and he, and he keeps the team in the game. I think the past two weeks, both the Titans and the Panthers went like two for two for 11, like two for 12, three for 11 on like third downs against the Giants. So the Giants are able to get off the field on third down. Usually that's never happened before the past couple of seasons. So it's nice to see a team that gets off the field, gets some three and outs and, you know, tries to move the ball down the field on the offensive side. But it, it's just, it was really cool. I kind of want to get into talking about like the stadium first and like the atmosphere. Is that good? Yeah, with you? please go ahead. You were there um, firsthand. Well, one, I, you probably can tell my voice is pretty raspy right now. Yeah. Um, I lost it on the opening kickoff. I, my voice cracked on the opening kickoff. It was 100% gone. Um, but I'll start off with the tailgate. The tailgate was a lot of fun. Saw some really nice people. Uh, hung out with like the talking giants crew, like El Jefe, a bunch of like giants, like content creators. I brought my girlfriend, Kayla, my friend, JT, Mike, our friend, Bree too. All of our friends were there. So it was a good time. I know you couldn't make it since you were working. Um, but no, we got there by like 9 a.m., 9.30. The parking lots were packed. It was like unbelievable. Like finding a spot. I was like, man, like, am I going to find a spot in this parking lot here? Found the spot, whatever. Tailgate was fun. Um, then we went inside the stadium. You know, it was a little cooler outside. It was hot in the stadium. I've never been to a game in September for like September football. <laughs> it was so It's hot. gross, dude. I was sweating. They gave us like those playoff towels or like just rally towels to wave around. I was using it as like a mop almost like at the game. I was like wi wiping off my arms. I was taking my water bottle, pouring it into my hat and then putting it on my head. It was so hot until the yeah. fourth quarter though, when the sun went by behind the stadium where my seats are. So then it was nice and cool. Um, but yeah, first, first play of the game, the kickoff return, Chuba Hubbard fumbles the ball. I've never, I'm getting goosebumps. Like thinking about it. I've never heard the stadium so loud before. Just that roar when the ball like popped out of his like where it's tucked in between his elbow and like his like shoulder pads. When mm -hmm. the ball came out into the air, I it <laughs> I can't describe how loud it got. I just started screaming and jumping up and down. Um, was and it was that kickoff on your side? Oh yeah, it was right in front of my face. Oh yeah. wow! So like I'm like on the right uh, hash mm -hmm. marks. It was on like the left hash marks, like the left sideline. Um, but still, it's like right in your face. And it oh, yeah, was... like, like they, they kicked it into that end zone. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it was so loud. Honestly, in my for some reason, I'm not kidding when I say this. I was like, oh, like a fumble here, like something would be crazy. Like that, like that split second thought. And then like 10 seconds later, it happened. And it, the place just erupted. Um, unfortunately, we only got three out of it, the Giants. They didn't score a touchdown. And then the Panthers came out the second drive 
and Robbie Anderson fumbles and the place is going nuts. It's unreal. They only got six points out of it, which sucks. I mean, in big time games, you got to turn those, those conversions into touchdowns, obviously, but the place was rocking. And then third and six with like two, two and change left in the fourth quarter, Julian love gets that sack on Baker Mayfield. The place went nuts. Like that cover zero blitz come right up the middle with the safety. He wrapped them up. The place went berserk. So it was, it was just a lot of fun. We stayed like 20 minutes after the game, took some pictures down, like right next to like the first row of the stadium. Uh, we saw Victor Cruz doing his like uh, post-game press conference with uh, Madeline Burke. So that was really cool. Um, but it just overall, just a great time. Giants fans were super happy. And another gritty win. The team found a way to win. Daniel Jones was able to march the team down the field. And they got in for the field goal. It wasn't a pretty field goal. It was a 56-yarder by Graham Gano, who was four for four. But hey, what are you going to do about it? You, you, you play to win and you'll do whatever it takes to win. I would love to see the offense score more, but listen, a, a win's a win. You can't be upset. Bro, they won the game. It's if they it's so it's and it's just it's just the way the just the way the NFL and the team's fan bases are, especially the especially the New York market. If they if they lost the game, like I said, yeah, it's gonna be the offense didn't score. You know, it's it's uh like the team is still bad. It's, you know, like it's, it's going to be, it's going to be all the negatives that, that just keeps getting, getting poured out and poured out and poured out, but they won. You see, so you can't yeah. The offense didn't play good straight up. They didn't play that well. Yeah. They made the plays when they made the good plays when they needed to. Danny made that, 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 that run up the middle when he needed to. My heart Sa- sank, heart sank. Sa- Saquon again, didn't he got kind of contained in terms of no explosive plays, but he looks good. He's running hard. He hasn't lost a step. You you can't you can't knock on them when they're winning these games because as we've been hinting on, they have a lot of very winnable games coming into the year. Guys like me thought that they just weren't going to win any of them. But the fact, you know, if they when it comes to NFL teams having easy schedules. It's it's really a lose lose because if you lose all the games, you get crapped on and say that you're a terrible team. You're lo- losing to all these bad teams, but then if you win, all that gets said is, "Oh, well, they had an easy schedule." You, do you want them to lose all the games? No, they're they're finding ways to win, and you nailed it on the head with the whole goosebumps thing. And I texted you when it happened, when that third down blitz when Julian Love sacked Baker, that was the first time that the New York football giants gave me goosebumps since they won the Super Bowl 11, 12 years ago, whatever it is now. I didn't have, I didn't have goosebumps that year. They won, they went 11 and five and then lost in the wild card round. No, that was just, you know, that was just, they had it. They had a really good defense at the time and, you know, they still had Eli and success wasn't unheard of, if you will. But in terms of just that game Sunday and that that one play and dude, like you, I felt the the TV vibrate at the house I was at because you heard the crowd. I think I heard you. I'm not gonna lie to you. The camera might have been like picking up audio by where you were sitting. We were screaming. I I was screaming the entire game. It was it was a lot of fun. And like you were saying earlier in the episode, that's one of those games. Like if you're watching at home, like it's just not as fun. Obviously, no, it was gross. No, yeah. And that's JT looked at me 
after it was like six, six going in the halftime, he goes, I would not have this game on right now. <laughs> he goes, we would be watching strictly red zone on, on yeah. Discord on stream. Um, but back to the offense, Saquon Barkley, they played with the stack. They stacked the box every single play. They yeah. had like eight or it felt like it felt like the whole defense out there was just stacking the box. So Saquon couldn't break through and, you know, go rush for like 50 yards. He came close like three, four times to breaking off a big one. So obviously the burst is still there, everything. But what people really didn't see is he ran for 65 yards in the second right. half right. out of his out of his 72 yards on his 21 attempts. But those like chunk plays he got in the third and fourth quarter were like six plus yards, like six to 10 yards. And, you know, when it came down to that two minute drill, he was able to pick up like four or five yards and mm-hmm. he'd be able to extend drives. And that's what won this team this game. And in that situation, that two minute drill after the Julian Love sack, the Panthers punted because it was like fourth and long. Like, I get it. Like, you mean you can go for it on like fourth and 18, but like, you know, you got three timeouts still. You can still try it from the end of two minute warning. Yeah. Neither um, offense was moving the ball all game. Exactly. And, I just felt so confident with Saquon on the backfield. I was like, he's going to break off run one or he'll, he'll just get like five, six yards. I was so confident. And, you know, to end it off a third and six, a, a play action pass, Daniel makes a, a really smart read by tucking that ball and running. And he picks up the first down on a gain of 11 yards. And that's it. The game was over. So that was a great feeling. I, I look over to our buddy, Janelle and I go, the giants are about to knee the ball and they're about to win a game. Mm-hmm. We're about to do a QB kneel and this game's over. Um, so it was, it was awesome. It was really cool to see. Um, it's just weird because we saw more Kadarius Tony. We saw like 25 snaps from Kadarius Tony. He looks great out there. He's fun to watch. He's so fast. Yeah. But then Kenny Galladay is getting two snaps. And I don't know if you saw the reports, but Brian Dable told him earlier in the week that he's, he's getting benched. He told Kenny Galladay, David Sills is taking your snaps, your first team reps. And David Sills played like over like 60% of the offensive snaps. And listen, played pretty well too. Dable's cool. It's basically this, this is his motto. I don't care how much you make or who you are. If you don't put in the work, you're not playing. And I don't care. Well, that's, so that's what he said. Really cool the, to see. Yeah. That's what he said in the, I think it was the Monday presser. I don't, unless it was, unless it was at the podium right after the game, they asked him about Galladay. And he said, he said, we're up. He said, me, it was he worded it so perfectly because they asked him, "How does John Mara feel about the whole Galladay situation?" He said, "Well, he said, you know, me and Joe, Joe Shane, the GM, not Mara." He said, "Me and Joe are pretty much on the same terms with how we're operating this team, and you know, John, John Mara, the owner, John's." done really good at you know he's done really well at kind of giving us the freedom to kind of run the team the way we want to run it I'm not going full verbatim this is pretty much what he said um and he said he goes and as far as me and Joe running the team we're like we're not we're not giving anyone like you said we're not giving anyone that like special treatment doesn't matter if you're getting paid 72 million dollars seven million dollars two million dollars or four hundred thousand dollars everyone's going into everyone's going into practice at with the same with the same same color uniform, same helmet, same, representing the same team, and you got you got to earn your spot. And hopefully, I don't know, hopefully that wakes up Galladay and he comes to practice this week and tries to work hard. Otherwise, he's just going to milk that money on the bench. The Giants don't seem worried about playing a guy that they're paying a lot of money, and that, to me, means a lot because of the last few regimes would have felt like they needed to play him and it doesn't seem like he wants to play. 
So, you know, like they're, they're not playing a guy just because they're just because he's under contract. They pretty much came into this team, not really looking at the contract saying, this is the 53 man roster we have, who are we going to play all these snaps? That's going to give us the best opportunity to win. They have, they will, they're going to keep doing that. And we can't, it's working. What can we say? What else can we say? It's cool how the, the coaching staff is like set up and how it's being ran. It, it's just, it's cool because like you said, doesn't matter who you are and what you've done. You got to earn your stripes no matter what. This is a new, this is a new team. And honestly, like, even like when the Giants got those two fumble recoveries, I was like, all right, like we're in the red zone. The Giants are in the red zone. Like, can I see Kenny Galladay on the field? And I was looking for him. I wanted to see them throw him a damn fade into the end zone. I yelled it at one point. I said, put a, I was like, put him in the game. I was like, I, I don't want to yell it now, but because my voice hurts. Um, but I was like, put him in the game. I was like, we're pay- you guys are paying him all this damn money. Just throw him a damn fade once and see what he can do. Did any um, fans yell at you? No, they started laughing. Um, but no, everyone wants to see Kadarius Tony. That's everyone's reaction. I know, dude. You I don't tell. get it. Um, and no, that big chunk play he made that came all the way back because of like the offensive like interference oh. or offensive holding. There were some. There were some. There, there. Um, excuse me. There were some penalties that were called that I've honestly felt like I've never heard before. Like offensive, like, like not like an offensive interference. Like I know that one. I like like an off. I don't know. It was just. It was like I don't know. It was weird. Like in certain situations, I was like, "That's the call." Right. Like you know, like you're on offense. You see a penalty in the secondary. You're like, "All right, it's got to be on the defense. It's on the offense." Like, oh, like like on a rub route. Like you know, interference on the offense. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what is this? So you know, a bunch of chunk plays were taken away, but Daniel Jones definitely missed some open guys, and the Panthers did a really good job of stacking the box, making Saquon you know, take what he had in front of him, getting like three, four to six yards um, and making Daniel Jones make good reads and throw the ball. And, you know, it's funny. I was laughing. So I was like, if teams are going to do this all year, we're in trouble because if they just do that and they can't get Saquon involved and Daniel Jones has to drop back, like he did 34 times and throw the ball. I was like, we're going to be in trouble. Oh yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong. He made some really nice throws. Like, that's why I still like believe in him. He made some really good throws, but like you see like in his uh, like progression or like his pre-stat motion, like I feel like they're still all learning this playbook. I feel like this pre-stat motion is new to them. Cause obviously Jason Garrett never did it. They all stood there and it was like half back draw up the middle every five seconds. Right. Um, but no, it was, it was cool to see like where he struggled and where he didn't, because when you're sitting in the crowd, it's like, you see everything. And then everyone's yelling at him and it's like, all right, yeah, it's easy for us to see. Cause we're sitting here with a bird's eye view and right. watching every man on the field. Um, but no, there were some plays he missed guys and it sucks. Cause like, you know, those drives end and you're like, oh man, you could still be going. You could have picked up this third down, but at the end of the day, a victory heals all those wounds. And it's like, yeah. whatever you get ready for the next week. And I still think Daniel Jones is going to get better. I talked to Justin panic about this at the tailgate. And we see, we still see him getting better. This is a new yeah. offense. Once again, he gets more comfortable. You know, maybe they play their superstars, but you know, it doesn't matter. They're two and out. I see him getting better. I don't see him getting worse. And if he gets worse, then, you know, then that's it, you know, but we it's... talked about this on the uh, pregame show. Also side note on that. It's totally awkward. It never posted until today. No way. Yep. Yeah. It said like uploading files. So, you know, I'm on this new PC. So I was like, all right, I'll let it sit, whatever. Cause on my MacBook, it used to just publish and go. 
So it didn't upload. I was talking to JT about it. I was like, yeah, just never uploaded. So I uploaded it, whatever. If you want to hear our hot takes, they're on there and stuff. Um, but I was like, all right, like just like screw me, like whatever. Um, but no, it's cool. I'm excited. Um, the offense was fun. Like after the Panthers scored uh, to start up the second half, the Giants came right down the field. That was their best drive of the game, obviously. Scored a touchdown. Daniel, Daniel Bellinger's first NFL catch resulted in a touchdown. So that play was really cool that play action mm-hmm. but you can tell the play calling is just different and everything mm-hmm. just looks more normal like more like nfl like this generation normal a lot of motion the fullback draw they did up the middle on third and one like in that it looks like they're handing it to saquon it fooled everyone in the crowd that went for like 10 yards so it was just cool the offense did really well in certain parts obviously they weren't the reason why they won um the defense was and when you lose a guy like Leonard Williams in the second half to an MCL sprain, same injury as Kayvon. So he's going to miss his first career game in like eight plus eight years, Leonard Williams. Yeah. Um, but when they lost him, let me read you something from Dan Duggan because it's really cool. So Panthers scored a touchdown on the first drive of the second half. Leonard Williams left during the next series. Here's how it went. Five plays, 15 yards, punt. Three plays, eight yards, punt. Three plays, zero yards, punt. Five plays, 55 yards, a field goal, five plays, seven yards, and a punt. This is all after Leonard Williams left. And this is what we were stating before about Link Martindale. He changes on the fly. They were playing at one point with like three safeties on the field. And it was really cool to see how Xavier McKinney shadowed, shadowed, excuse me, Christian McCaffrey the entire game. It was cool. Mm -hmm. He lined up as a linebacker the entire game and just followed him around. McCaffrey didn't do much. You know, stat line shows he rushed for 102 yards. But he did break off like a nice 40-yard run at one point right. in the game. But, you know, Take that's that a given. It's going to – yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he broke a tackle. He broke another one. I was like, oh, boy, here he goes. And then they finally brought him down. But, no, it was just really cool to see how the defense was able to adjust without arguably their best pass rusher on the field, without guys like Avon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari. But it's going to be really cool this week to hopefully see them both back. I de- – I – then, you know, this is, I don't know anything about it, but I definitely see Kayvon playing this week. I, I don't know. Home opener. No, excuse me. Monday night primetime game will be his debut. And I think that it would be a really cool story. So yeah, um, they have, they, have no, a couple they, of, they adjusted on the fly and it was good. Yeah. They have a couple extra days to get everybody. Hang on. There's an enormous bug on my floor right now. No, you there's, get a, it. Uh, the, there's a, hang on. Um, They have a couple extra days. Um, to you know, get everybody back. I got the bug, by the way. They have a couple extra days to get the people that are banged up, hopefully back on track. Um, we will see. It would be great to have because the fact that the defense is playing this well and they're arguably two of their best players haven't even played yet is unbelievable. It's the most basic statement in the world, but it's just so true. And and I guess it has to be said again. You will be blown away how much more players and and systems will develop when you wind up winning games because when you lose games again all the attention goes on what went wrong when you win games all the attention goes on what went right so for a guy like daniel jones yeah he didn't play great on sunday he he already arguably played okay but they won so now he can move on to next week and you you know you're not you're not going into week three dealing with one, how bad you played and two, the fact that you lost, you're only dealing with how can you improve from what you did on Sunday as to, in terms of your, your performance. 
Same goes for the offensive line. Same goes for the running game, the passing game, the defense. All right. So Tom lost Wi-Fi, but we pretty much wrapped everything up. Uh, defense looks great. Um, they really hold Carolina in check, especially with a guy like Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. Giants win once again, 2-0, first time since 2016. This is a good feeling. And you can tell the vibes are just different, especially in the stadium and being there at the tailgate. I will be there Monday night looking forward to it, and we will have a game preview coming up soon for the Dallas game, and it will be posted on time, I promise. So, everyone, I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys all soon. Peace out.